You are tuned into the Dr. Tina Show with Dr. Tina Moore. For more, visit drtina.com. On this episode of the Dr. Tina Show, I am bringing you a quick and dirty episode, and I'm going to be talking all about my cortisol detox. A few months ago, you may recall I had a melanoma scare, and that melanoma turned out to be not melanoma, thank God. But it was so insidious looking, and I was sure it was melanoma. My dermatologist was sure it was melanoma even before she took it off. And it turns out, thank God it was not. Uh, I was, I'm lucky. And I had about two weeks from the time I found it till the time I got the results of the biopsy back to really consider my life. And I realized a lot of things. Um, one is that I'm about to turn 50 and I have been grinding. I mean, truly grinding for most of what I can recall of my life, uh, just working my ass off to the bone. And that's just, I thought that's just how I was built. But I came to realize I'm really addicted to cortisol <laughs> at, at the root of it all. And I've known this in the past and I have, I've, I've stepped away from uh, the cortisol train a few times and I always get sucked back in. But this time was different. I had, I had a chance to really evaluate my life for those two weeks and it was I was terrified, to be honest with you. And interestingly, I wasn't really terrified for myself or leaving this plane. I was really worried about my family and everybody that loves me and that I love. And I was worried about their financial well-being because I kind of, you know, I drive the ship and I, I take care of a lot of people financially and emotionally and they take care of me emotionally. And I was worried about my husband because, you know, he and I just found each other these past few years and he's, you know... He's prone to bad habits and I just thought, you know, he doesn't need this. He, he, he would go off the rails, I know. And so anyway, I had a lot of time to reconsider and I got a puppy during that period. I got Murphy here. Oh, he's looking at me. He got a haircut yesterday. He looks so silly. <laughs> um, and that really brought a lot of joy to my life. And I realized every single time I was thinking about something negative, because it's really easy to open up Instagram and see what's happening in the world. And it's lunacy. I mean, it's just absolutely lunacy what's going on. And the narrative they keep playing and the people that keep falling for it and all of that. And so I just found myself like, you know what, I'm going to ignore this and pay attention to puppy. So when the skincare or skin cancer scare happened, I unfollowed every single account that upset me. I unfollowed most of the news accounts. I unfollowed a lot of people. I just unfollowed. Uh, it wasn't that I disliked anybody. I just didn't need it. I just unfollowed anything that didn't evoke joy. I just wanted to feel joy. So I basically just decluttered what was coming into my eyeballs, right? And into my brain. And I told my husband, if anything crazy happens in the world in the news, you tell me, you keep me abreast, but otherwise I don't want to know. I just don't want to know. I, I can't hear it every day anymore. They're so desperately trying to desensitize us to the craziness that it just keeps coming at this rapid fire pace. And it has really since 2020. And you just, all of us are just numb at this point. Like if, if anybody had told me in 2019 what we have accepted and normalized now in 2024, I would tell you you were insane. Uh, so I just didn't need that. And 
I just redirected to puppy. <laughs> he truly has been such a blessing. He's got to go outside all the time. He's a Havanese, so they're really difficult to potty train. He's a male, which are difficult to potty train as is. I am the potty training whisperer. And so we spent a lot of time outside and that's helped quite a bit as well. Um, I'm going to give you kind of, I, I made a list of all the things I want to share with you. And I'm just going to go through them rapid fire because this is a quick and dirty episode, which means I want to keep it short and brief for you and just bite-sized pieces. So I'm not going to go into great detail on a lot of things. But that said, uh, Murphy's been a really big joy to me and getting the negative stuff out of my field of vision and knowledge base has been really helpful. And then I made some changes in my life. And I want to preface with this. I... I am an entrepreneur. I make my own schedule. I made my life this way. I worked really, really hard to get out of clinical practice and to make sure that my income was not contingent on clinical practice. And thank God I did because when the nonsense hit in 2020, there's no way I would have stayed open. So I'm glad I had the foresight to see that coming. And I make my own schedule. I make my own life. Being an entrepreneur comes with an incredible amount of stress because you work all the time. You can't help it. Your brain's always on. I'm always thinking of ideas. And they wake me up in the middle of the night, you know, but you don't know where your next paycheck's coming from. You create your destiny truly as an entrepreneur. And this is not for everyone. My husband is an employee to the core and bless him. He is a hardworking man and I wouldn't be, that's just how he's built. And that's totally fine. Uh, my daughter is an employee too. She does better when she has guidance, right? Maybe someday she'll be more entrepreneurial as she grows into it. I don't know. But I don't come from an entrepreneurial family. Let's just put it that way. And I create my own destiny. Uh, I made that decision when I was in my early 20s and I was coming off of maternity leave and I went to work for a complete idiot. And I was like, dude, this guy is so dumb. <laughs> I couldn't believe somebody that dumb and unhealthy was in charge of my life and telling me what to do. It was ridiculous. And I vowed at that moment, I would never, ever, ever um, have a boss again. So that comes with an incredible amount of freedom. It also comes with an inherent amount of stress that um, most people can't manage well. Most people need to know their next paycheck's coming and that they go to work and they come home and they're off. When they come home, they're off. They can switch off and... Um, so I am an entrepreneurial to my bones and I love it. And that gives me extreme freedom to do basically whatever the F I want, however I want. So I was able to significantly restructure my schedule. And I'm going to tell you about that in a minute, how I did that. Um, I need my glasses back on. I can't see. Maybe if Murphy comes over here, I'll show you his silly haircut. My mother is a hairstylist and she swears that he'll grow into, that the haircut will look beautiful in two weeks, which is true. She used to hack my hair off and she would always uh, tell me, it will look great in two weeks. And it always did. So what I did realize was that cortisol was destroying my metabolism. You guys know I was struggling for a long time. I just couldn't get the stress weight off. I packed on about 20 pounds since 2020. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I don't have it on me anymore, but I couldn't get it off. I mean, I when I met my husband in 2019, I was uh, just a few pounds lighter than I am currently, but I was really, really struggling with the stress of everything. And if you guys have known me from the beginning, those of you who are new have no idea what I did. I, I went to bat from day one um, in 2020 when this all came down. I went to bat hard with an audience, like, like a decent sized platform, I went after it and I haven't really stopped. Uh, I did hit a point about a year ago where I just don't flip and care anymore. So I have stopped talking about it, but I really, I cannot express to you what it was like to fight Goliath. 
for that long, that many years. And many of you were with me when I did that. And I wouldn't stop and I wouldn't back down. And it cost me terribly, financially, um, monetarily, uh, career-wise, you know, um, almost cost me my license. It definitely cost me my health. And I packed on 20 pounds. So if you guys go back and listen to a prior episode I did recently, Quick and Dirty, I talked about my experience microdosing um, GLP-1s. And I'm still doing that. I'm actually on a second cycle and that has helped me get the weight off, but it's also reset something in me and something I notice while I'm on it. It's actually being studied for alcohol abuse syndrome and for addiction. And something I've noticed is that I'm addicted to cortisol and I didn't realize how much until I went on the GLP-1. Just tiny, tiny doses, which I'm not going to get into here. You guys can go back and listen to all the episodes. I did a whole series about them. Um, but I, and I'm, I'm releasing a course, so I'll make sure that's, you can get in. Then there's a free mini course you can do that'll give you a lot of FAQ questions that I get. And then you guys can sign up for the course when it comes out here soon. But anyway, I digress. What I realized when I was on it was that I chase cortisol addictively. And so something will upset me. It'll trigger my cortisol. It'll flare it. I feel it happening. Logically, I'm watching it happen. Like I know it's happening. I can feel it. I can see it. And I just loop into it. And I'm sure many of you do this as well. You may or may not realize it, but I realized it on the GLP-1 because it started to go away. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not looping into the cortisol train. And I realized that was one of my addictive behaviors was you know, I I'd get, I would upset myself by getting upset. And I would just continue to loop that until I had really, really, really upset myself. And, you know, my husband is aware of this. My daughter's aware of it. My parents are aware of it. Everyone's watched me do it my whole life, but I literally cannot logically stop it. I've gone to therapy for it. It's just how I'm built. And I think it's because I came out of, my mom was very ill when she was pregnant with me. And we sometimes are born with a severe deficiency of cortisol in our brains. And so we chase it. And then when you get too much of it for too long, you become desensitized just like any other cell. You start cleaving off receptors and in the brain, you can have... um, it's like insulin resistance, except it's cortisol resistance and it happens in the brain. So you need more cortisol to feel normal. And that was definitely me. Now I've had really low cortisol the past many years on laboratory testing and so low that I was in chronic pain for a long time. And while I'm still low, it's converting to cortisone, which is indicative when you look see that on labs, it's indicative of long-term stress. So just long-term grinding, like I said, just long-term cortisol addiction. And yeah, it started coming up. It started getting high. So somewhere my adrenal glands started working and they started cranking. And then I was literally just destroying myself with cortisol and it was destroying my metabolism. So I couldn't get the weight off. You guys know I walk the talk. I lift the weights. I eat the meat. I take incredible care of myself. I go to bed on time. I do all the things. I take the walks. I do the you know Pilates. I do all the things. And I could not get the weight off to save my life until I started microdosing the GLP-1s. And I don't necessarily, I mean, yeah, weight loss is a nice side effect of that peptide, but I really think it was the fact that I, that coincided with the melanoma scare, which really got me realizing like, fuck this cortisol, uh, you know, chasing. I'm like chasing the dragon here. I'm, I'm over it. So about, I'm going to share with you my list now. Um, first things first, I decided just to give it to God. If something upsets me, obviously the happenings of the world are completely out of my control. And in fact, the fact that I was gunning for truth from, you know, since 2020 really, 
And I know many of you reach out to me, honestly, a lot of you reach out to me constantly telling me how big of an impact I had on you. And I thank you for that. I thank you for telling me that. But at the end of the day, I didn't really do, I, I didn't make a dent overall. It didn't change anything. You know, I'm in Oregon and Oregon just descended into nonsense <laughs> to the nth degree. And it's still there. You know, I just went to the grocery store closer into town the other day and it's like, oh my goodness, I, I can't. I mean, I just can't do it. So at the end of the day, it didn't do anything but make me very ill and cost me greatly. And so, but I'm really glad that I was able to help so many of you. And my daughter swears I'm a hero. And, you know, I, if I do the math on how many messages I've gotten, I'm, I'm going to guess, you know, people like thousands of people have told me that I saved their life or their family's life. And like, that's awesome. I'm glad I could bring common sense and help you guys stay resilient throughout. But um, it just didn't make a dent, right? We still descended into this mess that we're in. And I can't do anything about it. So I'm going to give it to God, right? God will take care of it. So when I feel, you know, it's not my monkeys, it's not my circus, it really isn't. My people are good. My people, all the people that I love dearly were all, for the most part, pretty clear. And nobody was drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> so, you know, at the end of the day, I, I'm not probably going to be dealing with a lot of grief and I'm fine. I'm good with... I'm good with it. And I'm going to give it to God, whatever may come. Not my doing, nothing I can do about any of it. Can't save anybody, can't make a difference at this point. Um, can't take on Goliath. So I'm just going to lay low. And that was the other part of it was like, you know, that Homer Simpson meme where, meme where he like goes back into the bushes. That's me. <laughs> I'm just going to lay low and do my thing and help you guys learn more about health, resilience, um, you know, really get you guys as fit as I can help you be. And for whatever's coming and, um, you know, fuck it. Not my problem anymore. So that was very helpful. I changed my schedule around, like I said, and again, I can't tell everybody to do this and I'm not, I'm sure this is not in the cards for everyone. I have complete control over my schedule. I can get up when I want. I can go to bed when I want. I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, whatever time of day. I can go where I want. I, it's all, it's all up to me. And that's again, exciting and can be stressful, but I choose to embrace exciting. Um, I just decided I'm not talking to anybody really before 1 p.m. I'm going to exercise, have a high protein lunch and get my coffee in, you know, go for my walk, get a nice bowel movement in, read, get my red light, get as much outdoor as I can. I live in Oregon. It's like rainy, gray, crazy all the time. But I'm, you know, I try, I actually go on my app in the morning, my weather app, and I look, I walk up my treadmill and I look at my app and I think, or, or I look at when the uh, rain breaks are. <laughs> when when is it the best to go outside during the day? And I actually write that down on my schedule and I try to make myself get out there. And it's again, it's easy with dogs. So dogs are really helpful and dogs are a great distractor of um, stress. You just, you know, pet the dog and you feel better. And the dog gives you a cute little wiggle tail, but, you know, to scratch and it's all good. So that's been really helpful. And I think changing my schedule around because I was realizing that dealing with people before one o'clock was just, I don't know if it was the coffee or what, but I'm not going to quit drinking coffee because I freaking love it. So I don't know what it was, but I was getting these tremendous cortisol surges when people would like blow up my phone in the morning. So I basically told everybody who contacts me regularly, stop contacting me before one o'clock or just know I'm not going to answer you until I have lunch, uh, workout, lunch, and then... I will, I will open the door to communication. And then it's my job when somebody texts me before that who doesn't know better to just not answer that. I have to not answer that. I have to not engage. Um, that takes me to my next point, not engaging. I am done arguing with 
weak-minded, scared, unhealthy people. I'm just done. I, I, I'm done. I'm done trying to help and I'm done arguing. So I will not be engaging with those people any further. I, I tried to, out of kindness over the past few years, engage and gently lead and plant seeds, but you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> I am over it. And I have absolutely no interest in trying to help those who don't want to be helped. They just want to argue. Um, whatever it is, whenever you shine, people like that, just take it as you're holding a mirror up to them and they get really mad and they just lash out. And I have absolutely no interest in entertaining any more chaotic energy. So good luck to them. Have I told you about my emergency purse meet yet? Emergency purse meet is something I've done since my daughter was little. I've always kept some kind of meat stick in my purse, backpack, work bag, and my travel carry-on bags. Why? Because having the people I'm traveling and hanging out with melt down on me because they didn't eat and are hangry is not my jam. Purse meat has saved my daughter and my marriage on more than one occasion. It's also saved me when my flights are delayed or I can't find any decent food when I'm out or traveling. It's a mom thing. My favorite meat sticks hands down are from Paleo Valley. They are naturally fermented, 100% grass-fed and finished beef sticks, and they're my go-to. I always have a few stashed in my purse. In fact, the other day I hopped into my car where my daughter was already waiting for me. I looked down to find a Paleo Valley beef stick wrapper in the middle console and a smiling daughter. Where did you get that? I asked. From your purse, mom. You always have emergency meat sticks in your purse. Paleo Valley grass-fed beef sticks come in a variety of flavors and they pack six grams of protein per stick, just enough to keep the hangries at bay so you don't freak out or make poor food choices when you're undernourished and underprepared. Listeners of the Dr. Tina Show can save 15% off right now by heading over to paleovalley.com forward slash Dr. Tina. Be sure to use that specific link and the discount will be automatically applied. You can find it in the show notes as well. Go stock up on your emergency purse meet now at paleovalley.com forward slash Dr. Tina and save 15% off. The second something makes my eyebrow go up, I block. So I block off my email list. I block off. I block everywhere I can block. I just, those people no longer get access to my brain as far as I can help it. Um, And that's been really helpful too. And just not caring. Like I used to feel bad about it. or I really wanted to try. I was really trying to help get through, but... Like I said, F it. Um, took up Pilates again, pretty religiously. That's been huge. I have a whole Pilates studio in my house. Again, I have things that maybe not everybody has access to. So I have a reformer and a chair and like a full on, like a full on Pilates studio. Cause I used to have a big clinic with a full on Pilates studio in it and a gym. So I have a full gym and I have a full Pilates studio. So in my house, so I can just do what I need to do. And Pilates has been just a game changer. It's really, really, really hard. I go to class too in town and I'm in there with these really strong older women and I'm telling you, it is the anti-aging secret and they are they crush me. It's amazing how strong they are. And so I just, I'm lowering everything though. I'm lowering the metabolic output. Uh, less metabolic workouts, more kind of slow and um honoring my cortisol. So nothing that really surges my cortisol. I still do kettlebell swings. I still do some kettlebell snatches, but that's when I, when my heart rate really starts cranking, I can feel my cortisol go up. And every time I've done tons of exercise like that, I just end up fatter. So again, forget it. 
Um, when I do strength training, I try to at least one day a week go super heavy. I max out on deadlifts every week and that's been, that's great. It helps get the anger out and the frustration because I do, I am, I can be an angry person. I'm, I'm angry at the state of the world. I am, I'm angry about it. I'm angry at what happened. I'm, I'm angry at the people that let it happen. Uh, I'm angry at the people who sat back and were afraid and now we're here. I'm, I am, I'm angry. And so I don't want to be angry and I give it to God and I go lift heavy weights. Adequate protein, that's been really helpful. It'll keep you calm. So getting enough fat and protein is key. And I can skimp on the protein. Something I was trying to do is I was really trying to lean into like the nose to tail thing where you like don't eat, drink protein powder, you eat your meat. And I just don't have the stomach capacity for it. I just don't. I just, I don't have a strong digestion. And I just decided, screw it. I'm just going to go back to my protein powder. I at least was getting it in that way. And so I have an awesome protein powder, you guys, in my line. It's on sale right now. I'm actually discontinuing it because it is so stinking um, expensive on my end. My distributor is increasing prices as everyone is dealing with inflation. And so I... I'm moving it out. It's on sale. You can go to my store right now. It's on sale. I'll give you guys a coupon code in the show notes and at the end of this episode, but it's called Post Lift Whey. It's amazing. It's a New Zealand cow whey protein and it's phenomenal. And if you drink a scoop and a half of that every day, you're going to get 30 grams of protein and you're going to hit your leucine threshold, which is necessary for muscle protein synthesis. I learned that from Dr. Gabrielle Lyon. And so... I'm just doing that every single day, every single morning. That's part of my morning routine before I talk to everybody. Let's <laughs> get my get my whey protein powder in. That's been really, really helpful. And I'll tell you something. I used to pet, put my elderly patients on it. I'd have these elderly, especially females, who just never were getting enough protein. And I remember this one lady. She was in her 90s, and she was laying flat on her, you know, on her face on my treatment table. I was treating her back, and she was so sarcopenic and was so emaciated that she didn't even really have musculature around her spine. I could see her vertebrae way too much. It wasn't just because she was thin. She just had such low muscle mass. And I put her, I made her promise to do one scoop a day of the same protein powder. And she, it was amazing. She came back a month later and she actually had musculature on her back. I had my assistant palpate her before and after. And my assistant was like, whoa. So I'm telling you guys, protein powder can help. And I'm a big fan, especially as we age. Um, Tapping. I don't know if you guys know about tapping, but you can, it's a whole thing. I'll, I'll talk about it another time, but I do tapping. I Tapping helps and you can kind of reset your sympathetic, parasympathetic situation. You can um, manifest that way. You can pray that way, whatever you want to do, but you tap in the things you want. You don't tap in the things you don't want. You tap in the things you want. And there's a sequence you can do. Um, tongue stuff. <laughs> That's what I wrote down, tongue stuff. It, it's stimulating your vagus nerve. So even just r- rolling your tongue around in your mouth with your lips closed and actually using your tongue to massage all that musculature, it, it'll be sore on most people. That has been really helpful. And on that note, another thing to stimulate the vagus nerve is humming or singing. So I sing all the time. I'm a terrible singer. It's 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 terrible. <laughs> but I love singing. I sing all the time at home. I sing to my dogs. I actually sing to my dogs instead of talk to my dogs. It's a thing I do. So when I'm cleaning off their paws, I'm singing the, the words. And so I sing to my dogs all the time. I sing I sing, ask my husband, I sing. It's I, He probably, he never says anything, but it's terrible, it's screechy, terrible singing, but I do it. And I, because who cares? It's just for me. And I hum a lot. If you're ever stuck in traffic or you're stressed out while you're driving, um, just start humming. Hum your favorite song, hum 
whatever it is. I used to have patients hum while I was treating them. I'd be, you know, sticking needles in them and that's not super comfortable all the time. And I'd tell them to hum Mary Had a Little Lamb and it would immediately kick on that vagal nerve reflex and it would calm them down. So uh, on that note, dancing, I dance. I always have, I dance all the time. I dance on my power plate, my vibration plate. I dance in the grocery store. I dance, I dance Anytime there's a good song on, I'm dancing. Uh, one of my favorite things to do, we live in a small town. So Friday night, the hubby and I will go to Lowe's. <laughs> we'll walk around Lowe's because I need to walk. And I'll just do laps. I'll lose them. I'll do laps in there and I'm dancing by myself down the aisles of Lowe's. And they probably think I'm nuts, but hey, that's okay. I don't care. That takes me to another point. It re- This really gets like... I'll just say this. Probably the best thing I did for my cortisol is I just don't give a fuck. Like I really don't. I know some of you think I do and you come at me and you're like, if you didn't care, you wouldn't try to explain yourself so much. That's not really me caring. That is me being so frustrated by the stupidity of the world. Like I cannot believe how low intellect some people choose to be. I just, I can't believe what some people choose to argue about. And they'll they come in with their feelings, they front with their feelings and feelings are not facts. And we're talking science here. And I'm just, there's just sometimes I can't, I'm not having, I'm not having any more lies about science. I can't. It like, after the past four years, I can't deal with people lying about science. So like, well, I don't feel the same way as you. And that wasn't my lived experience. So you're wrong. And I'm like, no, actually I'm not. And here's 18 studies why you need to STFU. <laughs> Because I'm not having it. So I know that's my thing. I have to learn to let that go. But that's when you see me really go at it. That's probably one of my favorite pastimes is just annihilating people with data. It's fun. Hmm. I'm drinking my protein powder right now. It's delicious. I just shake it up in a shaker and I pour in a glass, a bell jar, and it's like a chocolate shake. It's great. Anyway, um, because I just worked out and I need my protein. So just not really giving enough. It's, it helps. Being almost 50 really helps. I, it started in my 40s and it's just gotten better and better. And I hear that that's the thing. I hear from women all the time. They just care less and less. And it's it's really, really liberating. Um, my vibration plate is hugely helpful for me. My sauna, I think of my sauna as like a sensory deprivation box almost. I love my sauna. You guys have heard me talk about sauna. My favorite, it's sunlight and I have a big sunlight and sauna and I love it. I just go in there with my hat on and all my clothes and I let it heat up until I'm super hot. I take my clothes off as I go and I sweat until I am feeling calm and centered. Let's see. Uh, oh, reading instead of scrolling. That's been huge. So I just keep books at, you know, next to my spot on the couch. I love to have my dog up on the couch, both of them, if they'll, the little one will stay. But I love having Sansa next to me while I'm reading and drinking my coffee in the morning. And I sit right by the windows, even if it's rainy, I, you know, I get lots of light. It's awesome. And I read, I read books and reading is very calming to me. So I might read studies. I might read books. I often am reading studies, but that calms me and it may not calm everyone, but that calms me. So I'm reading. Uh, I don't read fiction. I read mostly science stuff, nutrition, all the stuff I talk about. That's usually what I'm reading up on. And I, uh, try to read instead of scroll because scrolling is so fast on the brain and it's just these little hits of dopamine and I think it really fries out your sensors. I am delegating more. So starting in February, I'm not going to be running my Instagram as much. I actually hired an agency to do it. So because it was giving me so much grief being in there and dealing with it that I decided why not just pay somebody to who that's their job and their specialty. Because at this point with the account being the size it is, it's like the inmates are running the asylum. I can't I can't manage it. I just, again, I don't care. Like 
if people want to melt down in my comments, I don't want to see that, right? If people want to melt down in the DMs, I don't want to see it. So I will be having a team manage that and they'll, you know, make sure I see the appropriate messages I need to see. But I'm just going to focus on the content creation, which is what I'm good at. And that's the fun stuff, right? And then if people want to melt down, let somebody else handle it. So delegating has been great and it like gave me immediate relief the second I hired that company. <laughs> the second I signed that contract, I was like, oh, it was like getting divorced from my ex-husband, you know, <laughs> when I was so glad it was finally done. I was like, oh, what a relief. Um, let's see. Oh, tidying up more regularly. I'm really trying to tidy up more regularly. I can be a bit of a clutter. I'm a clutter person. I It's a dopamine thing. It's a... Um, I get overwhelmed and I sort of like let the clutter engulf me. And so I'm really trying to stay up on the tidying part and just stay on top of it instead of getting behind it. Um, Not being afraid of taking the things that I need to take. I need to take hormones. I'm really finding great relief in my autoimmune conditions from the GLP-1 agonist peptides. You know, there's other peptides I'm taking and I... I'm not afraid to, I'm not ashamed or afraid to take those. I don't know, for a minute there, I mean, I always was fine with it. Like I always was, I always was good with it. And then for some reason, the past few years on Instagram, people are such purists and they're psycho about it. And that's fine if that's what their jam is. But that was never my jam. My jam was always to use whatever pharmaceuticals or peptides or hormones I needed in, you know, the smallest dose necessary to achieve the results I was looking for whilst leading a really clean and healthy life. I mean, I, there's no, I wouldn't look like this at 50 if I didn't lead a really clean and healthy life. You know, I'm not saying I'm the most beautiful thing, but I don't, think I look, when I tell people 50, they are often like their jaws drop, you know, cause I'm fit and I've got the body composition of a 25, a fit 25 year old. So, um, and I'm not very wrinkled, but that's because I did Botox through my thirties preventatively and I'm okay with that. So just being okay with it and not apologizing for any of that, you know, cause if people have an issue with it, it's not their body. If they're not, here's the big thing. If they're not coming to my funeral, i.e. invited, like I wanted them there, if they're not invited to my funeral and they're not paying my bills, they can seriously F off. <laughs> like, I don't care. I'm, I'm not interested in anyone's opinion beyond that. So if they're not getting an invitation, I mean, I, I love people and I want the best for people, but I don't care what they think about me or have to say to me or whatever advice they want to give me. If they're not coming to my funeral, and that's a small group, I don't actually want a big funeral. I only want people I love. And that's not a huge list. <laughs> to be honest with you. And if they're not paying my bills, like people start giving me lip and my assistant will actually go into our software and they're like, they've never bought anything from you, but they're unleashing on you in an email because they think they have some right to tell you how to live your life. It's ridiculous. So just like getting rid of that, you know? Um, Taking action on that which needs to be done, that can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people. I'm really good about keeping up with my exercise. I'm not always really good about some other things that need to be done around the house and in my business, right? We all have our things that we kind of neglect. And so um, I'm not great about cooking myself meals. I My husband cooks, but I'll, I'll opt for something easier. Not junk food, but I just won't, you know, instead of cooking myself up a burger, I'll eat some yogurt. The yogurt's not bad, but I needed more protein than that, you know? So just taking action on what needs to be done. And for me, that means usually some pre-planning. And then I just quickly wanted to share some supplements that have been helping me uh, that are in my line. And I ridiculously, you know, I talk about them, but I I, I ridiculously didn't, I just kind of stopped taking them, right? I get sick of taking supplements. And so I kind of slacked on these, but one of them is chill pill. In the past, I've told you guys about chill pill and I've shared with you that you can take it in times of stress 
or at night. You know, that's a good one at night as well. Um, and I can't tell you how to dose this stuff, you guys. You're going to have to figure it out on your own. I'm not your doctor, full disclaimer. But the ingredients in here are similar to the ingredients that you might have heard about in a supplement called Cortisol Manager. And so it actually helps you manage your cortisol. And one of my friends was like, oh yeah, I take this all day. (laughs) And it's significantly helped my stress levels. And I was like, oh, I should take that all day too. I have tons of it, right? I sell it. So um, chill pill, awesome. Taking it all day long has really helped me. And then Relax Tonic, which is a magnesium, L-theanine, GABA, and Nositol blend. And it tastes like cherry Kool-Aid. And again, people traditionally in my community, this is my number one selling product. And this is probably my third best selling product. People like to take these together at night. And that's how I've traditionally advertise them. But again, relaxed tonic can be drank all day long. It depends on how these things affect you. You know, One chill pill might be too much for people. I can do two of them three times a day and I can pound relaxed tonic and I'm okay. So the two of those together have been really, really helpful. And then again, the post-lift way, just using my protein powder as needed. And when I'm hungry, instead of making... Um, you know, choosing to not eat because if you don't eat, you're going to surge your cortisol. I'm not a huge fan of fasting for too long. This is not an episode about fasting because I got to wrap it up, but I'll talk about that another day. Not a huge fan of women with cortisol issues fasting. It's just it, starving yourself doesn't go well for, you know, it'll surge your cortisol, which will actually, like I said, it'll bust your metabolism further and keep you potentially heavier than you want to be. So, so you guys can save. inside my store. It's store.drtina.com. That's D-R-T-Y-N-A. You can save 10% on all three of these products if you use the coupon code Cortisol Detox. And I will make sure it's in the show notes, but it's Cortisol Detox at store.drtina.com. And all three of these products will be on sale in there for you. The protein powder is already marked down pretty significantly. So you can get that discount in addition to the already marked down prices. So while it lasts. Otherwise, it may not be in stock by the time some of you listen to this. I don't know. If you listen to it right after it comes out, it'll be there. But if not, it, it may have been pulled. So get on it, grab yourself a couple jugs and um, that's it. That's my cortisol detox off of my cortisol poisoning. I hope this was helpful. And if you guys like this show, I hope you do. It would mean a lot to me if you would rate, review and um, subscribe on your favorite podcast player. The Apple app, which a lot of people listen to podcasts on, the Apple Podcast app, uh, that's a great place to go in and leave a review and subscribe and, uh, you know, all that jazz. And also YouTube. If you guys like my show, you can listen to all of these episodes over on YouTube and you can please become a subscriber over there too. It, It means a lot. And get on my email list. You can go to my website at drtina.com and get on my email list. I email out the podcast episodes every week and you guys can stay abreast. So thanks so much for being here. Thanks for your time today. And uh, let's make 2024 a less cortisol poisoning year. Thanks for listening to the Dr. Tina Show. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram at Dr. Tina, that's D-R-T-Y-N-A and Dr. Tina 2.0, as well as visit my website at drtina.com. This is a Resonant Media production produced by Drake Peterson and mixed by Chris McCone. The theme song is by John the Gilt. As always, you can email the show at podcast at drtina.com. And if you like this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. See you next week. This podcast is for general informational purposes only. It does not constitute the practices of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice. I am a doctor, but I am not your doctor. 
no doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information and the materials linked to this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content on this podcast is intended not to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice from any medical condition they have, and they should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions.